Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. Yoga, swimming, meditation, all great ways to de-stress and clear the mind. But did you know that managing your email properly can also help you lighten the load, help you relax and tone your body? Okay, maybe not the last one, but it is good for you nonetheless. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. The email tsunami never, ever seems to subside. And if you don't have strategies to tackle the onslaught of incoming messages, you'll spend even more time sifting through important ones and be distracted by the ones that are less so. Email expert Stuart Snooks of Solutions for Success has found a ton of ways to get on top of it all. Most importantly, he tells Chris Ashmore, you need to get your inbox under control. After all, he says, nothing's more satisfying than deleting things from a list, and that includes your inbox. When it's out of control, when it's chaotic, it really affects our inner calm. The opposite is also true. Once the inbox is under control, hopefully empty or near empty, it gives a great sense of calm. It's amazing. People feel empowered. They feel up to date. It takes away stress and frustration and and worry uh, by having the inbox empty. And the way to do that is when you go to the inbox at one of your scheduled times, which is why scheduling is so important, you have the determination that I'm only going to look at each email once. My time's too valuable to ever look at any email more than once and use what's called the 4D method to make one of four possible decisions and move it on from the inbox. The inbox is simply a decision-making environment. It's not where we do work, it's where new work arrives, like the old pigeonhole or the letterbox at home. It's just where things lodge until we get a chance to look at them. When we look at them, look at them once, make a decision and move them on. What is the 4D method? So the four possible decisions are delete. You can delete the email because it's spam or because it's grey mail. Or it might be legitimate, but you don't have to keep it. So you can delete it. The second one is to deal with it straight away. And this is a powerful strategy of taking the next action on this email straight away if you can do it in two minutes or less. 34% of my email, I've found that I can take the next action straight away. And it's amazing when you take the little bit of time to do the thinking to make the decision on what the first action is, you can often do two, three, four, five actions still within your two minutes once you unblock it you're much more likely to do that thinking at a schedule block of time than when you're interrupted and distracted in your thinking. The third D is to delegate to someone else. And the fourth one's make a decision. Three possible decisions. Where am I going to store this? I can't delete it. There's no action, but where am I going to store it and put it into one of your folders? Or add it to an existing calendar appointment. So for example, our appointment today has been in the calendar for a while and then I got some updates from you and I was able to take those emails and drop them in the appointment so that everything is where I need it for when I need it again. The second of the decisions is when you might create a brand new calendar appointment from that email, making a decision about when am I going to do this piece of work. I I can't do this in two minutes, this is 15 or 30 or 60 minutes and get a hold of the workload management aspect of it in the calendar, integrated with the rest of your workload, commitments, timeframes. And the last thing you might have to do is wait. Sometimes you can't finish an email off. You're waiting for somebody or something else. I suggest adding a reminder to it and then putting it in its own wait list folder or pending reply folder. That way, every time you touch an email, you do a 4D and when you're finished, it's empty again. Clever. Folders. Should we uh, create a whole list of folders to put these um, emails into? 
Well, there's two sort of situations people have got into these days. They've been using folders for a long time and they've just grown organically. And so people have got folders and subfolders and sub-subfolders and sub-sub-sub-subfolders. And it's just become too hard to manage. The alternative is people have given up on that and said, no, I'll just leave everything in the inbox. That way I know where it is. And in fact, that's a pretty good principle. It's just the wrong location. We should have a separate folder, just a single folder, you call it filing cabinet or done or whatever term works for you, and everything you file goes to one folder. So it makes the filing decision very easy, but also very quick. And then you rely on the sort columns or search, because search is so powerful now. I've heard some research that says that those that use folders take 58 seconds on average to find an email. Those who use search only take 17 seconds. And the other beautiful thing about using a single folder is if you're out of the company and someone else needs to find an email, they have no idea about your folder structure, but they can go into a single folder and use search and find what they need. So it avoids siloing information in, a, in an organisation as well. How do you make sure someone replies to your email so that you know they've received it? Is that possible? There are a couple of um, functions in, in Outlook in particular. You can send a delivery receipt or a read receipt. And then how do you feel when you're the receiver of one of those? It irks you, doesn't it? It, does. it just it irks you and you tend to go, no. So it's not performing its function anyway. All it does is frustrate the receivers. Better to use a good quality subject line. And I teach people to set up four draft subject lines. Action required. That lets the receiver know some sort of action is required. In terms, if you want a response, you can type in response requested. So straight away, they know what's needed. Oh, I need to respond. Okay. And they go looking for the question and will respond. The third one is read only. Lets people know that all they have to do is read it. And the fourth one is FYI. Reading is optional. You don't have to, but I thought you would be interested in this. So that would be one of the first things. Use the subject line. The second one is call it out in the body of the message. I've got a question for you, John, or would you please respond to this? So be very specific about it. That's much more likely and much more human than using some of the functionality that actually frustrates people. That was Solutions for Success CEO, Stuart Snooks. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B-Daily tomorrow. Follow at BEDaily podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.